Before we get started, whether this is your first episode of AMSA AdLib or your 40th, we need to know what you'd like to be hearing, and you could pick up one of our $100 Amazon gift cards along the way. Please take our brief survey. You can find a link to it at amsa.org slash adlibsurvey. Does the competitive nature of medical school and medical students hold you back? Is there a way to use it to your advantage? Welcome to AMSA AdLib. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. Medical training, it seems, begins and ends with competition. All the way from applying to med school to applying to residency, medical students are seemingly pitted against one another. But how can that competitive spirit be tapped for learning in a healthy way? There are a number of people working on this now, generally using games for learning. A 2013 systematic review of the use of games in medical education didn't make a finding either way about how effective they are. One more recent Boston-area study did find one advantage to the competitive nature of trainees. Comparing the use of their expensive Da Vinci surgical robot simulator before and after the announcement of a single elimination tournament, researchers noticed that the use of the machine exploded with a seven-fold increase in the number of residents using the simulator and a 32-fold increase in the duration of each use. Essentially, adding competition drove the per-hour cost of the simulator down tremendously, from $864 per hour before the tournament was announced to $74 per hour after it was announced. This month, the Society in Europe for Simulation Applied to Medicine, or CSAM, will hold their annual conference, which includes a round of Simlympics with competitive teams hailing from around the world. Earlier this year, we spoke with a group of medical students who were investigating the use of competitive simulation at their own institution. Uh, my name is Ankita Mahajan, and I'm a third-year medical student at the Alabama College of Osteopathic Medicine. My name is Garrett Harrison, and I'm a third-year medical student at the Alabama College of Osteopathic Medicine. My name is Sam Foldy. I'm a second-year medical student at the Alabama College of Osteopathic Medicine. We really think that competitive clinical simulation is an effective way to present um, different parts of the medical curriculum. And our vision for this project in the long run is to have an interprofessional collaboration among other medical professionals along with medical students, um, like for example, nursing students, PA students, um, where competitive clinical simulation is integrated into all of our curriculums and uh, becomes a longstanding event. The Alabama College of Osteopathic Medicine students were inspired by Simlympics, a team-based competition that plays out in simulation. Two teams are given the same case, and their efforts are judged by a panel of physicians. First, we'll hear from Garrett, followed by Sam. Simlympics is a process by which students are exposed to uh, clinical case simulations and are put together in a team of three to four students, and they approach the, the patient the 3G sim man um, with the basics of what's going on, just a very short blurb. And from there, they take what they have and everything goes live. The patient starts, begins breathing. The patient expresses uh, certain physical exam findings that the students and the team are responsible for uncovering and um, uh, addressing the issues that the, the case presents throughout, throughout the round. Um, with our model, it was formulated into a bracket-style competition with eight teams, and they were uh, the teams were responsible for one case at a time each, two two teams to one case, 
and they work through the bracket that way. So when you're examining the patient, um, the simian has things like heart sounds, lung sounds. Um, it could express uh, different pupils, cyanosis of the lips, um, sweating uh, with various things. And also, um, the, we, we have someone uh, acting as the patient, so they can respond to you. So you can ask them questions, how they're feeling, does it, pro does it hurt in a certain area, things like that. So, uh, so, so th throughout the entire process, we, we, we ask them questions like we get from the normal history and physical. Um, and uh, because there is someone on the other end, and we're not just completely relying on machinery, we're actually able to, um, it, it, it better simulates like an actual environment you would see in a critical care setting or the ER or something like that. For some, the bracket-style competition may sound like fun, but what makes it a learning experience is the follow-up. Here's Ankita. It's really, really important from what we found that students feel like they have a low-risk environment that's not threatening in any way, um, where they can practice their skills and kind of hone their skills. Um, and we found that it was important because all of our participants were first and second year med students, so it was really important that they felt like they were capable of handling the medical situation that they would uh, come across in this um, in this event. Uh, so the cases that were created by our faculty coach uh, were made appropriate and relevant to their level of medical education, but they were also at the same time realistic. And if they followed um, the specific algorithm, then they were able to quote save the patient. Um, and not everything ended up as a traumatic a traumatic ending where the patient. Um, passed away. Um, and we also found that it was really important for um, immediate feedback to be given, not only from just practicing physicians, but also peers and being able to self-assess um, as the competition went on, because we saw improvement just in the first year that we've done this um, from the beginning of the competition to the end in uh, each team. Medical school faculty aren't always known for their gentle teaching style, which could make finding supportive and constructive guidance difficult. Here's Garrett. To address that challenge, we decided to bring faculty from several different areas of medicine. For example, we had community emergency medicine physicians that were sitting on the judging table. We had family medicine physicians that were sitting on the, the judging table. And we also had um, clinical faculty that also serve as a curriculum developing staff and team. So to say that this is, this is a, a low-risk learning environment, but the, the case presentation is a high-risk simulation, and students were, were judged and graded and crit critiqued based on being able to recognize that fact. AMSA Adlib was brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and Dr. Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. Whether this is your first episode of AMSA AdLib or your 40th, we need to know what you'd like to be hearing, and you could pick up one of our $100 Amazon gift cards along the way. Please take our brief survey. You can find a link to it at amsa.org adlibsurvey. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening. <laughs>